Hello, welcome to Living Life. My name is David, and it's such a pleasure sharing God's Word with you today. Today's Word is on 1 Chronicles chapter 19, verses 8 to 19, and we finally get into the battle scene where David's army, led by Joab, it's, um, they go into uh, a battle with the Moabites, and the situation isn't particularly favorable to the Israelites. They're surrounded. In front of them, they have an army, and behind them, they have the mercenaries, and they're about to be crushed. But let's see how Joab uh, responds to this adversity, and let's see how God delivers the army of the Israelites from the hands of its enemies. So let's get into today's word. First Chronicles chapter 19, verses 8 through 19. On hearing this, David sent Joab out with the entire army of fighting men. The Ammonites came out and drew up in battle formation at the entrance to their city, while the kings who had come were by themselves in the open country. Joab saw that there were battle lines in front of him and behind him, so he selected some of the best troops in Israel and deployed them against the Arameans. He put the rest of the men under the command of Abishai, his brother, and they were deployed against the Ammonites. Joab said, if the Arameans are too strong for me, then you are to rescue me. But if the Ammonites are too strong for you, then I will rescue you. Be strong and let us fight bravely for our people and the cities of our God. The Lord will do what is good in his sight. Then Joab and the troops with him advanced to fight the Arameans, and they fled before him. When the Ammonites realized that the Arameans were fleeing, they too fled before his brother Abishai and went inside the city. So Joab went back to Jerusalem. After the Arameans saw that they had been routed by Israel, they sent messengers and had Arameans brought from beyond the Euphrates River, with Shophak, the commander of Hadadezer's army, leading them. When David was told of this, he gathered all Israel and crossed the Jordan. He advanced against them and formed his battle lines opposite them. David formed his lines to meet the Arameans in battle, and they fought against him. But they fled before Israel, and David killed 7,000 of their charioteers and 40,000 of their foot soldiers. He also killed Shophak, the commander of their army. When the vassals of Hadadezer saw that they had been routed by Israel, they made peace with David and became subject to him. So the Arameans were not willing to help the Ammonites anymore. Today's text is a continuation of chapter 19. So it's uh, finally the scene of the battle where Joab and Abishai, they're going to battle against the Ammonites. And uh, the present circumstances wasn't a favorable one. They were kind of surrounded. In the front, they had the Ammonites. And to their back, they had the mercenaries that were hired by the Ammonites. So if we were to... Uh, to uh, take this into a perspective of war, uh, 
the Israelites were completely surrounded. And uh, when you're surrounded, you have nowhere to run. So it's either fight or die. And they chose to fight. So even though Joab was a renowned general, and even though Abishai, as mentioned in chapter 18, he defeated 18,000 Edomites in the Valley of the Salt, he was a renowned warrior himself too. And David had three generals that were probably his top generals. And Abishai was probably the best uh, fighter amongst the three. So Abishai was, uh, in my opinion, I think the best general that David had in his army. And we have Moab, which was uh, the top general in, in David's army. So we have these two brothers going to war. They're pinned uh, front and back. They have nowhere to run. And what they choose to do is they choose to just uh, fight them head on. And uh, verse 12, it says, uh, Joab said, If the Arminians are too strong for me, then you are to rescue me. But if the Ammonites are too strong for you, then I will rescue you. Verse 13 says, Be strong and let us fight bravely for our people and the cities of our God. The Lord will do what is good in his sight. So I really like this mindset from um, Joab because under this uh, immense adversity, uh, even though they were surrounded front and back, he didn't lose sight of his goal. He knew exactly why they were fighting. Uh, he says that, let us fight bravely for our people and for the cities of our God. And he says, the Lord will do what, what is good in his sight. And I, I think this is a very important mindset to have because sometimes in our Christian walk or even in our lives, when we face hardship, we become easily discouraged. Uh, we lose sight of our vision, of our, uh, of, our, of our focus that we have for God. And we just go into a, a, a pit. We fall into a pit and we want to give up. But what Joab did here was, he says, to be strong and let us fight bravely for our people and for the cities of God. It's a reminder. Let us not be discouraged. Let us not give up in, this, uh, in the face of adversity. But let us be strong in the Lord because we have a purpose and God has given us victory. And he says, the Lord will do what is good in his sight. So what Joab is saying is that he's, they're not going to have certain victory. I mean, he, he probably knew in his heart that God was going to deliver them uh, as he had done in the past. But I think Joab was an experienced general. And while fighting uh, many battles and while having all this war with the neighboring countries, there were times where he thought that it was going to be an easy win, but God had given them defeat for whatever reasons. And there were times where, where it was just like this. They were surrounded by their enemies. And it seemed like they were going to lose, but God had delivered them from their uh, dire circumstances. So, so I think Joab in his heart knew that if this is what God wants, if this is God's will, then it's going to happen. And so he goes out into the battlefield with this uh, tremendous uh, confidence. And what we see is verse 14 and 15. Then Joab and the troops with him advanced to fight the Arminians, and they fled before him. When the Ammonites realized that the Arminians were fleeing, they too fled before his brother Abishai and went inside the city. So Joab went back to Jerusalem. God delivers David's army from the hands of his enemies. And in the beginning of the chapter, we saw David. He, all he wanted to do was he wanted to just return his kindness to the king of the Ammonites. But, uh, you know, the king of the Ammonites, he had this fear. He had uh, many doubts and he kind of accused David of wanting to take over his city, of sending spies. And that's why David's um, men were humiliated. And we see God's justice taking place. So even though David wanted to show kindness and David's kindness was um, returned to him by accusations and uh, uh, false 
accusations we see in verse 19, when the vessels of Hadassah saw that they had been routed by Israel, they made peace with David and became subject to him. So the Armenians were not willing to help the Ammonites anymore. Uh, we see God's justice taking place in God's time. So if um, David at that time kind of complained to God and said, God, I'm trying to do your good work, but why are you giving me this uh, opposition? Why are you giving me this adversity? David didn't have that mindset. He just kind of went with the flow. David did what he was supposed to do, show kindness. And when things didn't go according to his plan, David respond, uh, responded uh, to that situation by just following what God had placed him in, the situation that God had placed him in. And we see in verse 19, we see God's justice taking place and um, peace was made in that area. And we saw that the, uh, the people that David had routed became subject to him. So God gave David and his uh, men complete victory. Let's go in time of prayer. I think today's word is a reminder for us in the face of adversity, in the face of hardship, not to lose sight of our goals that God has placed into our lives and to have courage in the Lord. Uh, not to have courage because of our own uh, abilities uh, or our own experiences or not myself, but because God has placed us into the uh, situations when we obey Him, uh, when we follow His calling, we know that wherever God leads, that's where He wants us to be. And God's faithfulness uh, will be shown and uh, He will deliver us from that adversity. And I think another reminder is uh, even though our um, kindness or our good intentions are returned by evil or returned by things that, uh, that we don't perceive or we don't, um, uh, things that we don't desire, I think ultimately in God's time, he will restore all things and God's justice and God's victory will be prevalent in our lives. So let us go into time of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the word today. Uh, thank you so much for showing us through uh, this battle scene. Even though the army of the Israelites were cornered front and back, Joab never lost sight of his goals and Joab never lost uh, uh, his courage. Uh, he wasn't discouraged by this, but rather he put his courage in you, and you delivered him from the hands of the enemy, uh, from the hands of his enemies. And we saw um, uh, you restoring peace in that region, and you saw him just expanding uh, David's kingdom for your glory and for your honor. I pray that in our lives, that in the face of adversity, that we may not lose sight of your promises, that we may not lose sight, that uh, that we may have courage in you. And I pray that uh, your justice and your kingdom may reign in our lives. We thank you, we love you, and in your precious name we pray, amen.